Big up your head, big up your body Get on the bus, it's time to party It's Gregory, it is a Saturday night Gregory Take your socks off and take your pants on Get in the car and drive Hello, everybody. Welcome to Friday Night Greg. Today we're here with our special guest. And you say something, Mike, and then you, you just Oh, talk. I'm yeah, Mike. Yeah. I didn't know. I thought was, I was waiting for the camera to switch to me. So. <laughs> no, it's fine. Well, we're going to edit it anyway. So right. you say, I'm Mike Feeney. And... Yeah, yeah. I'm Mike Feeney. And what I love about Greg is the fact that his heart is right on his sleeve. And every time you see him, it's like a big, warm hug of emotions. Uh, uh, we're gonna do it again. Just do something else. Um, hi, welcome to Friday Night, Greg. I'm Greg Stone, and today's guest we have. I'm Mike Feeney, and what I love about Greg is that he invited me onto his podcast. Is that, yeah, that better is... for you? What no, do you want, Greg? No, you got to do quicker and more from the heart. Welcome to Friday Night, Greg. I'm your host, Greg, and today we are with. I'm Mike Feeney. And uh, I'm, I, what I love about Greg is he's great. Best comedian you've ever, like strongest comedian you know. People don't say something like, you know, something that's real. Something that's like, I'm unfollowable. I don't bomb. Uh, uh, I'm a real good person. Or just go, don't even say your name. Just go, Greg is. Greg is. He is the epitome of what every <laughs> comedian wants to be. Yeah, all right. Uh, this isn't a thing I'm doing. I, this, is a, this is a classic Greg make mike work a little harder for no, yeah. make uh, like suarez do a thing anyway welcome to friday night greg we have feeney on the podcast today and uh i made him give me five compliments before we started because i know i wasn't gonna get any during the podcast <laughs> what you said do it again <laughs> faster and more from the heart i considered leaving <laughs> <laughs> now how you doing bud Thanks for good. That's just such a Zoom. funny. That's such a funny thing to tell <laughs> as a note to tell someone. Be like, be much faster, but also like speak from the heart. <laughs> faster and also realer and better and yeah. better. I've had a better compliment to me. I can't even do all my full. I've still got COVID brain, so I, I can't even do all my full bits. Yeah, but I thought that was um. Yeah, good, you feeny me, you son of a bitch. Um, yeah. what is that feenied you? I know we've talked about it, but let's get the world in. Uh, the Greg, the Gregsters, the Gregulators. The Gregulate, Gregulate. What's being feenied? What's being feenied? Well, I think Evan Williams started that, which was when we used to play Grand Theft Auto together. <laughs> uh, I would lead Evan on wild goose chases that went nowhere. Oh my God. Just to just to fuck with him, but he was he's such a nice, trusting human. It's. It's too hard not to. What do you mean? Like you'd send him? What was a? Because I know what a Greg is. Because I remember we talked about Feenied, and I remember that I used to have a move. I think you and I were just the two rogue guys in the teams, just pissing off. I piss off Evan, who is my guy, and you'd piss off Sagalo. Well, but give me a yeah. There's different types of pissing off. Like we would be on a mission to on a heist or something, and then you would just explode the car we were driving in to get away. That was that was your fun little. Revolution. And always so obvious. You always always go, why is our car blinking, Greg? <laughs> yeah. go, I don't know what you mean. It's not blinking. <laughs> we Greg, can see it's is blinking. There a bomb on the car, Greg. But for uh. me, Evan would be like, have an earnest, 
like, how do I access the cars in my garage? And I'll go, oh, here, I'll show you. It's super easy. And then I would take him on an entire tour of the building and be like, so over here, you can get this. But let me show you where the garage. And then by the end of it, I will have just walked him to a the furthest from where he needs to be point and then go, and there you go. And then he slowly realizes I've wasted his time and he gets very upset. I'm more of a time waster as a joke, just like you did to me up front. And the more, the longer it goes, the funnier it is where you are just an agent of chaos. I, um, well, time is the greatest thing you could take from someone. You're literally taking their life. <laughs> You're taking I'm, life from them. You're taking things from them. Sutherland, are you working on something? What are you doing? What are you typing? What are you doing? Me? I'm not doing yeah. anything. I just see you over there. Like oh, I was like reaching I'm, for a drink. Oh, <laughs> you're like in the middle of like a an account. You look like an accountant is doing his taxes on the podcast. Listen, I got to get these W nines out. All right. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. We're gonna. This is gonna be a rough one. Not for you, because I'm glad you're here because we're friends. But yeah, how you feeling? Pal? I am. I'm running out of gas quick. It's four minutes on the on the hearing thing here. I'm like sweating. Uh, I'm doing better. It was weird, man. I mean, I think that like today and uh, yesterday, I was pretty good. Uh, today, just like asthma and shit. But I'm also like out of shape because I haven't walked around in like ten days. I haven't really been able to leave the house. I'm afraid to leave the. I'm afraid to leave the house. I don't want to get somebody sick. But I'm because you don't feel when you get someone sick. You right. know what I mean? Like you don't walk by someone and, and you go like, "Oh, they took some of it from me." It's like <laughs> yeah. I, I could just be walking by getting everyone sick, so I don't know when I'm getting anyone sick, so I don't leave the house. And I'm getting fat, and my back hurts, and I'm wheezing. So anyway. where where is your wife and child? Uh, they've just been. We don't have a big apartment, so I've just had them in the closet for like the past eight days. And I I slide little pieces of uh, I peanut butter that I put on wood underneath, yeah. and they lick it off the wood. And it's what we do, you know. That'd be f- jelly on Saturdays. That'd be fun if you kept living your life, but you got them to quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone else quarantine. That's like a king would do. Everyone else shall quarantine, and I shall go upon my day. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. They went to New Jersey with the fam, their family. They were double negative on these tests, so I sent them out of there. And dude, you didn't see that? I don't know if you saw that picture I posted on Thanksgiving. I was like, <laughs> I got ordered Thanksgiving for one from Mike's Diner, and dude, the guy came, and I swear to God, he was kind of like. Do you want me to come upstairs? Like, we can hang. <laughs> like, because someone who orders Thanksgiving for one, this is what I've been trying to make this is a joke, but somebody who orders Thanksgiving for one, it's like they they do still celebrate the holiday. Just they don't have anyone else. Like, I clearly still want to do Thanksgiving. Yeah. But only for one, and there's no one else here. You haven't given up hope yet. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's invaluable. Yes. Hey, you know what's so funny, dude, and so weird? What? Uh, Erica and I had just come back from, we were at my cousin's wedding out of the country, uh, the, the week of Thanksgiving. So we were like, the family was like, we're not going to do anything. We just all saw each other, go do your own thing. So we ordered a nice, like Thanksgiving from Oliver's where you like, go pick up a three course meal, comes with dessert. It's like 40 bucks a person. Great. So we picked that up. We get back. I open it up. It doesn't have mashed potatoes. It's got sweet potatoes. And listen. I love a sweet potato no, no, as much as the no. next guy. You got to have mashed no. potatoes and gravy. Let me tell you this, Feeny. You come to my house, and I open up, and I see sweet potatoes. Let me tell you this. You could come saying, I'm not bringing anything, and you yeah. show up with sweet potatoes. I send you packing. I throw yes. it in your face. Bo- I throw it boiling like a, like a like you cheated on my wife. I'm throwing the fucking red potatoes in your face. Oh, you replace them with mashed potatoes? You're out of the country. 
I, I'm, I'm presidential award. I'm getting. You should not be here. No mashed. No, that's fucked. You they need did, a refund. We should call them now. They did the healthy bait and switch on me. So then I was like, no. Eric, Erica was like, I will not let this destroy our Thanksgiving. I will get you your potatoes. So then we decide. Here's this genius idea. Uh-huh. Guess who's on Seamus Web? But KFC. Let's get some KFC oh mashed God. potatoes and gravy. So, throw in a couple biscuits. It's not a bad idea. We're we're good. We order it. Ten minutes go by. Get an email. Canceled the order because they're not open, but their seamless was still oh. open. So now I'm now I'm double crushed because not only was I expecting mashed potatoes, now I'm expecting KFC mashed potatoes and gravy and biscuits. Mm. So now I'm I'm crestfallen. And then Erica goes and orders mashed potatoes and gravy from Mike's diner. And no. so I also I we had the same delivery guy. Let me tell you this though. For one, Thanksgiving for one didn't come with mashed potatoes. I was mad. It was one of the only things I could fucking eat. They gave me this much white gravy, and I thought it was mashed potatoes. So I put a spoon in the white and the white gravy on Thanksgiving. Who gives you white gravy? I put a spoon in, and I went, "Oh, this isn't mashed potatoes." And I went, "This is soup." And you went, "This is not soup. This is you could commit to this being soup and eat it like it's soup and just pretend you're sick. Who cares? But you know, and I know. This is gravy that you are eating. They gave me a <laughs> gallon of white gravy for nothing. Ah, oh, brutal, dude. Yeah. They both had mashed potato mishaps. <laughs> I can only eat like a tiny bit of it because I was just, I just wasn't feeling well. So I had like a piece of turkey and that was gross. And they didn't give me, oh, the sides were, the sides were like, it was like a shredded weirdness. It was, I don't know what the fuck it was. It, it was nothing I've ever had on Thanksgiving. It wasn't stuffing. It was like their replacement for stuffing. It was like a shredded, thing i don't even know what it was it was like <laughs> the fact that you can't say any word after shredded is giving me no I, i'm picturing I shredded you... newspaper i don't even know what to think that's as close as anything i could say i've never <laughs> seen a meal like this before i want to say it was like a lettuce oniony thing but it was it had a meat flavor but wasn't meat it was like <laughs> meat flavor. it's like what's that thing you get crapple scrapple it's like a shredded scrapple weird man and i was like oh. this is all gross um so it wasn't good. But what are the odds? We both had Mike's Diner. Me with the mashed potatoes, you without. What? Who I think thought? you got the last of the mashed. <laughs> yeah. I actually had... They gave a... <laughs> they, I'm not kidding. They gave us more than we asked for. We ordered one side <laughs> of mashed potatoes. It said Greg's. Here's a mashed potato, and here's Greg's mashed potatoes. And you go, you know Greg? And they're like, yeah, we know Greg. We've been stealing his mashed potatoes for f- three Thanksgivings. I think they're still in my fridge right now. <laughs> Oh God! I'm gonna give them to you. Ah, oh, that's fun. <clears throat> One year, stop me if you heard it or if you want to say something. But two years last year, Tita goes. I don't feel like doing Thanksgiving this year. We'll do it next year, which is always like, well, you're damning next year. So last year we ordered Popeyes for Thanksgiving, which I was like, it was also COVID, I think, right? And I was like, I don't. Huh? I was like, I don't really want to do this. I like because I'm a big holiday guy, but Tita's cheap, so she likes to kind of like every now and again she likes to try to get out of like holidays. She's also yeah. Thai, so they don't do the same holiday. Like her for Christmas every year, she would get uh, nothing under the tree. They'd have a little tree that's like a plant that they put like medallions on or something, and then they would have like an old sock that her dad would put. He'd pour Cheetos just bare into the socks. And so that. they would get these and she'd go, yeah, Christmas is stupid. And I'm like, no, I do Christmas. This year she tried to 
So she took Thanksgiving last year, and she's like, "We'll just order Popeyes." That's like that. She took it. Yeah. She this year I missed it, and then for Christmas this year she goes because of the baby. She goes because of the baby. I'm so tired. I don't know if I'll be able to put up a tree this year. And I'm like, "Well, I'll put it up." She goes, "Well, maybe we just don't do Christmas this year." It's not like he knows. I go, "We're doing Christmas. Gotta Stop. Do it's our Christmas. first year. Yeah, your fucking mind. We're doing fucking Christmas." And then she always says the same thing. She goes, "But I'm not Thai or Catholic," and I'm like, "I'm an atheist." This is a fucking presence day. It's a yeah. presence holiday. It's it's a war. There's a picture of me 15 days old uh, with my family holding me next to the tree. I look like a little blanket of meat in a little tuxedo. And you know what? It's a killer picture. I don't remember it specifically, but I know I had a good time. Are you December birthday? Yeah, baby. December 10th. Des- Whoa. Did you get screwed out of presents? Nope, because I was the perfect two-week buffer in order to get presents. Now, I will say this. The other 11 months of the year suck. But when right. <laughs> once it starts getting cold, I'm like, here it comes. Here it comes. I'm going to get a yeah. birthday. I'm gonna get... And I was able, I my family, I was able to revolutionize the, the family gifts. And uh, I started what we call the chip-in, which is as it sounds, which is. Oh, I love this. Do, do, the, com- do the combined birthday uh christmas sometimes and get a giant gift from everybody instead of little gifts from everybody this is how you, you get, get a nintendo gift. So yeah. the first big one the big ticket item was this iowa um uh cd it was a three cd changer that had two tape decks and two big speakers next to it you remember those giant things yeah were, iowa yeah. i hear you Iowa, Iowa, I hear you. That was the. I used to sell these when I used to work at Sears. Yeah, the boombox CD disc changer, two cassettes, so you can listen to your Taking Back Sunday CD and also record it onto a mix for a girl on the tape. Goddamn right. Yeah. So you got that? Yeah, I got that. That was the big ticket item. Then there was AM, FM, and had it all. Big ticket. That was (laughs) it. But then, like, going, going forward in life, I was able to be like, you know, if like a new PlayStation or something came out, I'd be like, let me get that. And then, you know, nothing, and then you're just, you're set. You used to, because you'd negotiate with your parents where you're like, well, you owe me for my birthday and you owe me for Christmas. So yeah. combine them and make it easier. And you're like, you could just parents like, yeah, I don't owe you shit. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I don't have to get you anything. But as a kid, yeah. you're like, nah, nah, look, this is what I got coming. Do you owe me? You know, like it's a paycheck or yeah. something. My birthday, June 19th, was perfect because you'd get Christmas. Six months later, you get another, you only had to make it six months to your next present day. Yes. Now, real quick, what my brother did, he also did the combined move because his birthday was January 29th. So he'd be like, look, for my Christmas, combine, let's get Sega CD. That'll be good. And he would always whatever. And then he'd go to me and I'd go, mom, I should, can I combine my birthday and also get something big? I'm like, okay. But then by the time June came around, they either had forgotten or were like, we're not going to just not do anything for... His right. birthday, get a double birthday. You'd get a big Christmas Whoa. and then something pretty good for your birthday because it was six months out. It's just too far out for them to, too by far. the time six months passes, they're like, yeah, I can't keep riding on that Sega CD I got for everyone for Christmas. Now, were your parents good at gift giving or were they like, how long did they keep the Santa charade up and like all of that? I don't ever remember believing in Santa. Uh, I'm pretty sure because I have a horrible older brother who like, I love the best older brother, but he's like a classic bully, you know? Yeah. He's four years older than me. So when I was four, he was eight. And that's probably when he learned. So I don't know when. But he did tell me. This is like classic shit. I remember the conversation where he went, don't tell mom and dad we don't. We know Santa's not true because then we'll get less presents. 
And he was like, so we got to keep this going. So we kept it going probably till we were like 17 or 18, like a very long time past. We shouldn't just to try to get that extra gift. I remember seeing like note. I, I put together the penmanship, the, the two from oh, Santa yeah. and two from mom looked eerily similar to me. <laughs> I remember putting that together. And I also remember a few times coming down, but I was always like I was while they were wrapping presents. But I will say I was always blown away when I saw that some of the cookies had been eaten. I was like, what? Like that, that for some reason was a smoking gun that Santa had been here. Clear evidence. Clear yeah. evidence here. There's a bite missing. How could you explain it? Yeah. And also one other time. And I ha- I guarantee it was like probably something fell on my roof or it or my parents were psychotic geniuses because there was one time I was in bed as a kid and heard like noises on my roof and I was convinced that that was like the reindeer landing on the and Santa was there oh. so I like tucked and like went to try to pretend I was sleeping even though I was so excited to be like oh my god he's here but I don't want to go say hi and ruin it you know <laughs> yeah what's uh that's such a wild thing because there was the whole deal was if you weren't asleep he wouldn't do it but it's also like well what no one operates that way. Why is that Santa's business? Santa should be like, no, I come at noon. You say hello. I give you your presents. I go. He he tells you like, look, that you were bad this year. You were. This is why you got fucked. Like he, there's so many lessons there for Santa to tell you, to yeah, tell you all not, your things. That his 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 responsibility or your responsibility is to figure it out. His responsibility. He works in in conjunction, the same as the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy. When you're out, we come in, and if you if you didn't get something, that's on you to figure out why. Look inward, my young son. <laughs> right. Well, it's just like, but we don't operate when you're awake. I cannot. They're so shy. They're so Dude, shy. There was one time with the Easter Bunny. I was playing in my backyard. I remember this so clearly, dude. I, I was definitely like, I don't know, five or six. I remember I was playing in my backyard with my dog, and then I came inside, and my mom was like folding laundry, and she was like, oh, my God. You just, I can't believe the Easter Bunny was just here. You just missed it. And I flipped out. I was like, what? Why wouldn't you tell? I was right in the backyard. You could have got me. I like ran outside and like looked at every direction. I was so upset at my mom for being like, you talk to the Easter Bunny without me? I was like, I was furious at her. And I could see your mom being like, shit, you're right. Why didn't I? This, this, you're not going to come with a better. It's like totally. What kind like if he was real, what kind of parent would be like, nah, yeah. I just get going. He's outside. He's doing his own thing. He's really what Easter Bunny's like, I mean, I'm here. I'd love yeah. to meet the guy. And he's like, just no, he's doing his own thing. Yeah. <laughs> Leave your candy and go. Infuriating. But it's what? funny because my mom still is a person who's like, she's, she still wants to be like, if you say Santa's not real, then you know what? Maybe you won't get something. And like, she, she, there, there's no discussion anymore whether Santa's real, but she, she doesn't even pretend Santa's real. She just won't say Santa's not real. That's where she's at. Wait, like, she'll, still? Even today, like she'll be like, <laughs> you, she'll be like, she'll give us something. She'll give us a pair of socks from Santa. That's nice. And then I go, oh, thanks, Santa. And then she'll be like, why do you say it like that? Of course it's from Santa. <laughs> like she just, it's like Come a tongue in cheek bit that she does now, where she's just a deny to the death, you know? That's pretty great. Yeah. Two she's, questions. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, go no. ahead. Because you got me loaded on Christmas. I love these jets. One is, did you ever do themed? Meaning, like, my one year, my mom would just go, she would get us, like, if we would ask for something small or whatever, they would get it up for us. But there'd be, like, a year where she'd go, this year, I'm doing Nerf. And she would get me, my brother, 
everybody just nerf guns. It's like everyone's getting nerf guns. And then it was awesome because then everyone had the guns. You all be shooting each other. You don't realize that it was way more fun than getting the one individual thing. She would do like we're doing Ninja Turtles. She would just go and she would just get every Ninja Turtle for me and my brother and be like, it's a Ninja Turtle Christmas. And it would be fucking awesome because we'd have the same shit. Did you ever yeah. do theme? And then also, what was your best? Do you have like a memory of like, that was the best Christmas gift? That was the thing I was the most amped for. That's what the most come through. Um, I... <laughs> I we never did theme. Also, I'm an only child, so that the, oh the theme, right, I knew it. The theme didn't really. The, it was a theme every year. It was whatever you got. Yeah, the theme <laughs> was whatever I got. Um, but my dad and I have done. I remember one time my dad was looking for Christmas gifts to get the rest of the family, and we were. It was like one of the weekends I was with him in the city. It was like right after my parents got divorced, and we were like down in Chinatown, and he found these slippers that had like those wood beads on the bottom of them. So it kind of like gives your foot a massage while oh, you yeah, stand nice. on them. And they were probably like $10 a pair. And so he just bought, we bought, I think like 15 pair, like just for everybody in the family, which was a nightmare because he had to call everybody and get sizes. Oh, and then, God. And then, but yeah. then they weren't American sizes. So he had to figure <laughs> that out, how to co- like, and there was no, smartphone so he, yeah. he was like trying to figure out what's what's a seven in asia you know like so it was <laughs> um so we did do that with theme was but uh honestly dude i'm trying to think of like big that 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 iowa speaker was great in terms what's, of like a big ticket item but, erica what's the gift erica got you that you're like that was the best when did well, she come let through? me say this because i ahead. do remember this christmas this for some reason sticks out to me and it's not a it's not a it's not a big ticket item I remember oh, I used to get CDs a lot because I was obsessed. I always got CDs. I was obsessed with music. And the, I remember opening up on Christmas, uh, Rage Against the Machines, The Battle of Los Angeles. And I remember from ripping it open, running upstairs to my bedroom, putting it in to that Iowa uh, boombox and blasting it and like hearing testify for the first time oh, when yeah. you're like, I hope this album's good. It was, I remember the elation of that. Cause you kind of hadn't heard it before. Cause back no, then it you, just, you, the album had just come out. Wow. So I didn't, I didn't know any of the songs. That was the, that was the thing when like a new band used to come out, you should be like, Here, I'm going to buy it and hope I like something on it. And it turns right. out it's like, I think that's my favorite album. Maybe that's the reason why is cause I have that Christmas connection to it. But um, you'd, you'd get that album too, and you'd be like, "No, it's good. No, it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's good." Yeah, and you're like, "It's not good. There's one good song on this fucking thing." Yeah. I remember buying the Sliver soundtrack for UB40. I was like, "Well, maybe <laughs> the rest of this. Is, why did you? I would buy so many soundtracks for some reason." Dude, all soundtrack. I used to have the Ready to Wear soundtrack, which is a movie <laughs> I've never even seen, just so that I could have the Eni uh, Eni Kamosi's "Here Comes the Hot Stepper" song. That song that goes, "They come the hot step up." Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I need the ready to wear soundtrack. I don't even know. I, I didn't even watch that movie. I couldn't even tell you anyone who's in it. But top soundtrack. We're gonna get back to Christmas, but top soundtracks. You tell me if I'm missing any. But for me, it was Judgment Day. Which remember Judgment Day soundtrack? Did you not have From that? Terminator. No, Judgment Night. Sorry, Judgment Night. It was the movie with uh, Rudy. Not Rudy. It was a movie where they like, take a wrong turn and then everyone whatever. But anyway, the Judgment Night soundtrack was like the first hip hop and like metal mashups. So everyone, it was Onyx and Biohazard had a song, Del the Funky Homo Sapien and someone else had a song. It was like this amazing sound. It's still awesome to this day. It's how I kind of, that's where you can trace back my Aesop rock love to was because that's the first time I ever heard Del the Funky Homo Sapien. And I was like, oh, this is like some weird rap yeah. I've never heard before. And that kind of got me into the indie rap route eventually. Um, then you got 
Oh man, man, top soundtracks. How am I? When you get when you get older the and crow. emo, Garden State had a sure had a sure great songs. Um, Did you the Crow soundtrack was huge for me? That might not have been. I thought it would be my I age. Remember, I remember another soundtrack I bought just for the one song was the City of Angels soundtrack. Yes, so that I could get Iris by <laughs> Goo <Google> Dolls, <laughs> which was also on their album because I also made that mistake. And then my brother was like, "Dude, if." I'm not telling you this because I'd kill myself if someone told me you hear that I like the Goo Goo Dolls. He's like, that song's on their album. Get their album. And it's all you get more Goo Goo Dolls. You have to deal with these other bullshit songs from the City of Angels soundtrack. Uh, Eight Mile soundtrack was great, but that was. Oh, later. right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just trying to think of like any of the they don't do great soundtracks anymore. No, man. I think because it costs too much for music rights now for each song. So they're just like, forget it. And people would buy those albums. For those, they'd make money. Yeah, like the movie would make money. Now the movie's not going to make money 100%. from a soundtrack. You know why would they do that? Or well, you saw they videos? just took—they're taking all our albums off Spotify. What? I just saw something. Tell me about this because I don't know. Every comedian's album is being yeah. taken off of Spotify because they—they they owe like I think like billions of dollars in in like revenue, you know, in in royalty. What? And so, in an effort to. I don't know, try to preemptively strike not paying people. They are just getting rid of... So they took off all of like the giant, you know, like the big comics. They took all theirs off already. The Lewis Blacks and the, you know, all the people who get a lot of spins. And, you know, my album's still on there. But uh, <laughs> I, but I don't think... They're, they're, they're getting rid of all of them off there, which is like, whatever. It's like Spotify, you need to get a million downloads to make 36 bucks. But, you know, it's just, it's just kind of crazy. No, but it was also a marketing tool. For yeah. us to get people to like to listen to our shit, um, yeah, I was thinking about this the other day. We, I want to get back to Christmas, but like, I was getting mad because I'm looking at TikTok, right? And like, you're someone who does a ton of great. You do a ton of great content. You make all this content and shit. Thanks, but you're man. developing TV shows for free on your own channel. You know, it's like it's positive because it's like. Oh, cool! Never have we had the chance to make make our own shit. But now it's like never has there been a time where you have to you can literally make this much shit for free for nothing with no guarantee that you'll make any money or anyone will give a shit. Yeah, and yeah, you make all of that and then still nothing. You know, where it's, it's still like, nothing. I I I was talking to this this agent where I'm like, it's so funny that. You know, people are like, well, once you start, you know, once you start, you know, selling tickets and you're selling out, you know, weekends and, and you're and you're doing all this other stuff. It's great. And, you know, you're going to have all these people come after you. And I'm like, it's funny that on my own, I could, you know, write, direct, edit and post these great looking clips and content and get over. Like I, I've totaled up over like 65 million views between my Instagram, TikTok and YouTube. And I'm like, and there isn't I still have no I'm not selling out. Uh, clubs and sure. I'm not I don't have representation it's like you would think that somebody in this industry would see 65 million views for a guy who's not famous for a guy who doesn't have representation to a guy who's not on Comedy Central and be like oh fuck I can make money off this guy like is there no one who thinks they could gouge me come try and steal my <laughs> money baby well, that's the thing is a lot of the shit now is it not to sound whatever but a lot of it is like they can't make a lot of money like even with that many views we you're we, we're the None of it is set up for the artist to succeed. None of it is yeah. set up for the artist to be like, you know, you watch TikTok. It should be like, hey, man, thank you for making this content. Hey, follow this guy because he's getting the they should thank us at least. You know what yeah. I mean? They have nothing. They have an empty feed unless people put shit in it. And 
there's no honor to the creators at all. It's just like, give us, and you don't get it back, and that's it. I mean, not to sound whatever, but I do the Friday Night Greg. I do this podcast. This one we're doing now is free, right? It's a hour a week, and then you do like the Patreon stuff or whatever, but it's like everything you do is for free, and it's and no one expects to give a shit. It's like really... Yeah, you try to or, make money, people call you a dick. It's yeah, like, what? Yeah, that's, I was just going to say, the whole thing is so that it feeds ticket sales, and people are like, relax, stop plugging your dates, and you're like, oh, the only reason that I do all the other stuff? Cool. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't. It's it's all backwards. We have to figure out a way to um, make, mo- make money. Be- Period. <laughs> make money easier without having to... But I always, you know, I don't know. I You're not bad at this, so it's not like I'm telling you this shit, but I just have so many comedians who are all about like, it's all about being great and then the rest will follow. But it's like, I always say, it's like there's these comedians who have these restaurant, who have these great, they're great sandwich shops, the best sandwiches you can get in the city, but they refuse to put a sign on the door to let people know, hey, I'm a sandwich shop. Yeah. They just expect someone will walk in and go, hey, these are the best. I'm going to start serving these in my mall. How how'd that guy even get in there? Like they refuse to be like, hey, I'm Greg the sandwich shop. You know, it's like we gotta That's fucking advertise. An incredible analogy, and it's perfect. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna tell people that. We're I'll businesses and they refuse to get a business department. It's like you're a fucking business. Now, to the other <laughs> end, there's also a lot of comics that are like Look at this fucking sandwich shop oh, yeah. I got. This is the best sandwich shop you've ever seen. You've never tried prosciutto like this. And then you walk in and it's empty and it's dusty and full of spider webs. And you're like, wait a minute. I thought it was a sandwich shop. You open the door. It's a trap door into a sexual dungeon. And you're like, yeah. I thought this was roast beef. It's like, no, no. Dude, I remember I saw this one comedian. I was watching her and everyone went crazy for her to go on. She went on and she just looked the person in the front row and went, you're the problem. And the lady was like, what? <laughs> I'll tell you the joke because I've told it before. I don't really care, but the joke she kind of said was like, "There ain't no vaccine for being black," which was which is fine. It's like, all right, whatever. And then she, the girl lady goes, "Ha!" laughs, and she went, "Why are you clapping? You're the problem." And the lady was like, "I don't know, man. I thought I was at a comedy show. Imagine you walk into a sandwich shop and someone went, "Hey, man, fuck you, get out of my shop." It's yeah. like, what but the fuck? you order you order a sandwich at a sandwich shop, they go, "What the fuck did you just say to me?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny anyway but yeah no it's 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 crazy i'm trying to get better at yeah comedy people that take comedy um people who use stand-up comedy as a platform to be deadly serious about political issues are like the like the funniest people to me in terms of like i don't know what you think this is or like why you think that your opinion is like this like you right. know, fucking snap. Oh, it's you brutal. went to community college. You're com- <laughs> yeah. It's like you're not even. It's like we have people who do these jobs that are like figuring this stuff out. And yeah. you're like, don't listen to them. Listen to the guy. It's like listen to the guy who makes you laugh. It's like laughter is a trick. It's like when something rhymes. You know, it's like it rhymes. It's got to be true. It's like no, <laughs> yeah, no. It's like I would like to know the magician's thoughts on that <laughs> war in Iraq. Look, man, I have this thing. I hate I hate to repeat myself on my podcast a lot, but I re- I'll repeat this just because I think it bears repeating. Um, comedians are great at coming up with questions. We come up with the questions. Never go to a comedian for answers because yes. a comedian wants one of two things. These are the top two things comedians want, and it's only these things, to be famous or to be funny. 
So whatever answer you're getting from this person is because they're A, trying to be famous, or yeah. B, trying to be funny. So when it's a serious-ass line, that guy's trying to be famous. If yep. it's a funny-ass line, none of them is philosopher, head of CDC. It's all funny. or th- It's like, that's it. And if, the, if they really are trying to, then they're not fucking comedians. You know what yeah. I mean? So fuck out of here. I was trying to, on my, on my album, I did a bit about gun control it's like you'll never find somebody who cares less about politics or issues than i do i did about uh, my my solution to gun control was to give women and women only guns because <laughs> it would stop it would stop cheating it would cause it would cause the whole dynamic to shift women wouldn't be less than men all of a sudden it would make everything equal and people were like are you crazy you're not taking my guns like people went nuts in the comments i'm like did you do you hear people laughing? Like this is a, right. this is a joke, man. The, I'm not going to Congress with the give only women joke guns. <laughs> yeah. Your Honor, we should only let women have guns. They would go first of all. There's so many reasons why we can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like there's so many laws, things that America stands for. That yeah. isn't to just give only one group of people weapons. Nothing's better than a serious a person who watches a, a YouTube video and comments serious, like, huh, good luck getting that passed. And you're like, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> yeah. Any comedian goes up and has an idea, and they're just kind of like, here's how you fix gun control. And they're like, well, we got to get in the cities. And then by educate, like, if the only yeah. thing that would work would just not be funny at all because it would work. And you go, great. You shouldn't be here. You should be on Congress, congressional floor. Yeah. <clears throat> then you become Al Franken. I know. I was trying not to. I was trying to avoid. <laughs> I watched that guy do 45 before me. I opened up with a joke and the crowd started screaming because they were just like, ah, Al Franken. I mean, sw- sw- very. I actually really like it. Very sweet. And I actually think he's very funny. But he just has a very long set of jokes that are like, I'm on at 2 a.m. usually. And sometimes he'll do some of these late shows. And I'm like, hey, man, that 1 a.m. crowd is not here for like how's everyone doing john mccain is weird you know it's like it's just yeah. it's it's a lot so then i walk and i go my dick is on fire and people just start screaming because they just want to like laugh again because al just did 40 minutes in yeah. the middle of a show he just did a dissertation dude and if you so sorry he did i'm i i went too fast on that. anyway sorry uh i don't think no one laughs when i say this but if you listen to al franken Think of Al Franklin when he talks, and think of the way Heath Ledger's Joker talk. They sound the same. Yeah, it's uh, the bats coming for you. It's like that's how Al Franken talks. He's like, come welcome to Congress. And I'm like, dude, you sound like the Joker, and no one is pointing this out, and I don't get it. That's fun. I'll have to pay attention next time I see it. I don't think I've ever seen him do stand-up. Yeah, it's not bad. It's like It depends on when you get him. I think he's working on a one-man show, so it's all very Mm -hmm. one-man showy. And it's also like... Very weird to be around because you're like, oh, you were in Congress. Like, you're this, you were in Congress. You shouldn't be in this club. You shouldn't yeah. be here. Also, you probably should be here because we're all dirtbags. But, <laughs> um, yeah, that's neither here nor there. Uh, back to Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. We just like ran out of that. It's like I'm out. I'm out there. I'm good. Can I can I say something funny? Because this happened right before I got uh right before I got on this. So again, my my birthday's next week. And my mom, she is a very uh, benevolent. She's she's. Uh, if I ask for something for a birthday or Christmas, I'll most likely get it. Nice. But she's very bad at hiding. There's no surprise. You know yeah. what I mean? Like she might as well just be like, just put it in my. 
credit card number and get whatever you want. <laughs> and could, so I get home today. Yeah. And she was asking me for gift ideas. I was like, I don't have anything. So I was like, I don't know. Like I, I saw that that like Oculus Quest is on sale. That looks yeah. pretty cool. I don't know. But like just something you could talk about with the family or whatever. And then I get I get an email when I was coming home saying like you have a delivery from Amazon. I was like, I didn't order anything. And then I open it up and uh, I got this, which is just just <laughs> just the strap it's yeah. just the strap I for the that. oculus there's no <laughs> oculus there's just a strap and so i go i call my mom up and i go uh thank you for the oculus uh elite strap but there's no and then she goes well I, who said i'm i'm not i didn't say i was getting maybe santa or somebody else will get you the oculus. i'm not getting an oculus. i just think you should have a strap you know like she's still denying that she's gonna get me that so now i just have an oculus strap in a box until later december that's so funny i love that you get your birthday gift the strap and the gift is the i think she should have got you the oculus no strap so you're just gonna hold the thing then when christmas <laughs> just, comes you're like hey this is actually what i fucking needed yeah my arms are ripped <clears throat> It's just she's just that's the way that was the way they would break it up a lot. They'd be like, my aunt loved themes. Going back to your other thing about Christmas, so she'd be like, you'll get, you know, you start opening up presents, and it's like, you know, if it was if it was a you know a CD player or something, it'd be like, I you open the first one and it's batteries. You know what right, I mean? You open the right. second yes, one, it's a CD. You know, it like it builds you up to the gift. You have to write do it in the right order too. Or yes. else, because it's like you open with one thing and it's a robot, and then the next gift is like, what next? Batteries. <laughs> it's yeah. like, well, I don't care anymore. You should have put that in there. Yeah. Where's a rule in my house? I don't know why this was an unspoken rule. The rule in my house was if it comes with batteries, you get batteries. If it doesn't, that thing is never getting batteries in it. I had so many fucking toys that just batteries not included, and my parents go, well, well, that's the end of that. So yeah. you'd have to like you have like a robot or something just jamming that arm down because it was all like mechanical. Because my family refused to ever were have never extra included. Never. And my no. family refused to have extra batteries in the house, and they refused to ever buy you batteries for the thing you got. It was crazy. And if you got something really good that made a lot of noise, yeah. As an adult, we're adults now. Bag of batteries. There are things I do now as an adult that I'm like, I always have batteries. I have a cell phone charger in every room. Every room. Because what will we live in life before? But these are not things my family would have done growing no. up. They'd be like, there's one cell phone charger, and you all have to share it. You have to fight your brother for cell phone charge time. But no. You remember on. that too? I remember even when, you know, the, because after you buy enough iPhones, they all come with a charger each year. So, but then, you know, a couple get destroyed. Eventually, it's like, I, I, got, the, I got enough of those little white bricks to last for the rest of my life. I mean, those little, which now nothing plugs into because now they're lightning cables. So they're USB-C. So... None of them work. Dude, they did that. First of all, they went, we're going to stop giving you the brick in the box of the iPhone because you have them. But then they changed them. So all the ones I have aren't those ones. So I don't have them now. And I have only I have no chargers. Or yeah. it's even worse is you take the new, the USB-C cable when you're going on like a plane or something like that because they're like, oh, they'll have the USB chargers and then that'll work. And then you go to plug the USB-C and it doesn't fit because it's not compatible. It's a different thing. Like you bastards. Just keep them keep the old USB. It's fine. If that's working, fine. Well, we don't need a USB C to USB C. I mean, I no. love that this is where the podcast has went. <laughs> connectors. And I love connectors. So I, I don't want to spend too much time on this. Um yeah. so wait, what did you say your favorite gift was? 
I mean, honestly, that that Rage Against the Machine Christmas was great. That the CD player was great. One time, I got like a CD burner. I remember that was oh, really huge. fun because I was. But I I'd also know as a kid, I had one of those like remote, like little golf cart car like go kart thing. You know what like I'm talking about? Like power wheels. Power wheels. How power does it go? I had that as a kid, and so that definitely was a Christmas present. So that was probably awesome. That's I remember huge. having that thing. Try to think what. What was I, yours? I think it was like it's weird. I don't know if there was one particular item, but I think Ninja Turtle Christmas was huge. I always Ooh. I always talk shit about this though because my stepbrother and my brother both got the Ninja Turtle sewer, so it was like the sewer playset. And my mom, not wanting to get me and my brother the same thing because we live in the same house, she got me the pizza thrower, which was like the dumbest. It was just like a machine that shot pizzas. Let me tell you, shot razor sharp pizzas at about 100 <laughs> miles an hour. So I ended up being the winner because that thing used to fucking zip by my brother's eyes. We had bat. It came with batteries, so I was able to play with it. There you go. Shot my brother in the eye. My mom went, I'm taking the batteries out of this. She took the batteries out of it. And it was just like this giant cannon with like 100 pizzas. It was like the, the dumbest thing. But we had my mom, who just got us a ton of turtles, like a ton of Ninja Turtle toys. And the way my brother would operate was he mostly got all the bad guys, and he would go through the back of packages, and he would go, I'm getting him, 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 and him. You can get this guy, this guy, this guy. So I, my mom never did uh, – She never. you never ask her for a specific character because she's like, this is not how I do it. I go to Toys R Us. I just buy 100 Ninja Turtles, and whatever you get, you get. Yeah. So if you want April, she's like, I'm not going to two stores. I'm going to one store. So you right. get what's on the shelves. I remember opening up figures and my brother just looking at me like, I'm taking that one, I'm taking that one. And my mom goes, what are you doing over there, Joe? And he's like, nothing. And she's like, Greg, what is he saying to you? And I was like, oh, he, because I was such an ignorant, like, I was a very like, oh, I love my brother. No one's looking after her. us. I go, oh, well, you know, whichever ones you get, I have to pass them through Joe. And then Joe tells me so I can have it or not. And she goes, no, all of those are for you. And then it didn't matter. <laughs> then I got them. My brother goes, oh, yeah, no, fine. We go to bed, Joe goes, I'm taking this, this, and this, takes them from me, and yeah. then would sleep in the bed with them, so I couldn't even play with them when he would go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and I would try to like wake up and grab him, and he'd be like, no, he would wake up like a like an ogre with a key yeah, under like, his nose. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, like, a, like somebody in a police precinct at a county jail, <laughs> his feet up on the desk. Yeah, yeah, and I got a, a coat hanger through yeah. the wire, just trying to try to pull it off his pull the key off his neck yeah. to get to my manta ray figure. You're instructing a small dog on how to remove a key ring from a from a, from a clip. Um, what actually? There you was, know what? I also Go used ahead. to get this too. I remember one time I got the a wrestling ring. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Like, because I was big and my I, I, my action figure. I, I was a wrestling fanatic, so I was I always had wrestling. Fi- I had hundreds. I used to take a duffel bag with me mm-hmm. on, like, whenever we'd go travel anywhere. I'd bring like forty to fifty wrestlers, and then just just have wrestling matches all over. But there was one, a couple of times I got wrestling rings. There was one that was like a wrestling ring you could store. It would like lift up and you could store them inside the ring. And then there was a Titantron one where you can like put their little foot on it and it would like go now entering the Titantron. I love this. You have no idea how excited I am when you start talking about old school toys. Yeah. It's the only thing I want to talk about. Uh, hang on. Actually, Mike, do you have time? You don't have to say yes or no. Do you have time to stick around to do? I do a little extra on the Patreon. Uh, we could talk about action figures if you want. Me? Uh, if you, yeah, if you have to go, that's yeah. okay too, though. Okay, so we do. Okay, cool. Uh, let's do our plugs. Let's wrap it up, and then we'll go right into the Patreon, and we're gonna get into 
I want to talk about what action figures you grew up with and what toys you grew up with because there's sure. nothing that gets me more excited than talking about action figures, Christmas, and toys. Sure. Um, like, tell me, Mike Feeney, you got an album out called Sweet Baby Boy by Sam <laughs> Evans. <laughs> That <laughs> just came in my head. Raging is uh, a routine. It's on. It's on YouTube. You could watch it uh, there, free. And uh, for the moment, listen to it on Spotify till it's gone. Uh, I am Mike Feeney on social media. Listen to Here's a Scenario podcast. I've also started doing a solo podcast called Snarky. That's also on my YouTube page, YouTube.com/slash Mike Feeney Comedy. And I don't know when this comes out, but I'm going to be on the road uh, a lot of December. So if you, December 10th, comes out tomorrow. Oh, perfect. December 10th and 11th. If you live in Seattle, for the love of God, please come out to Seattle Laughs. I'll be there on my birthday. So make it a make it a fun time. And then I'll be at Uncle Vinny's. You almost. make it a fun time. Yeah. You people make it a fun time. You do it. You owe me for my birthday. Don't make me <laughs> sad on my birthday now. <laughs> New Year's Eve, I'll be at Mohegan Sun. I'm going to Laughs Boston in January. All the tickets, MikeFeenyComedy.com. And, uh, you know, thank you very much. Oh, and Twitch. Guys, I feel like if you like Greg, you like games. So uh, follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash NYFreshMaker. I'm playing so many different video games on it now, but I just started playing Halo a bunch. And we play some horror games. It's very fun. So get on there. You should be streaming, Ooh. Greg. I was for a while, and then I completely forgot until the moment you said that. I per- <laughs> I completely set up a full streaming thing, set it up, spent hours, started doing it, and legitimately completely forgot I was doing that until you said that right now. And I, ah, oh, fuck, I set up a whole channel for that. I did yeah. a whole thing. And just like, like opening a door and someone being like, you're my dad. And I go, I forgot I have a child. Like I completely <laughs> forgot that I had a whole streaming thing I was doing and was excited about it. So I'll be back streaming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, just had no idea. I just completely just it's so fucking crazy how that just not even I work dude, I bought three streaming cards. Three <laughs> different streaming cards, set up a camera, set, went learned how to run OBS, spent like sixteen hours in <laughs> doing setting Tutorials. this all this shit up. Yeah. <laughs> and have completely forgot that I was doing that. There's people just waiting, like for me to re-sign on. Just like yeah. we love this guy's streams, but nope, forgot. So oh. I'll probably be doing that again. That was a lot of fun. There's, oh yeah, idiot. I mean, we could we should go back and just play some Grand Theft Auto. You know, it sucks. Grand Theft Auto screwed me. I tried to get, uh, I tried to get, I bought Grand Theft Auto for the third time for PC, and they don't let you link your online character with your PlayStation character. Oh. So now I have just if I play online, I got to start at zero. I'm not doing um, that again on a I'm PC. Wasting. What? You play on a PC now? Now I'm I mean I still have the PlayStation 4, but when I stream I do PC because I have this have the camera set up and the OBS and all that other stuff. It's it's so much better than streaming on PlayStation where it's like all it's just crude, you know? Why don't you just why why don't you just send the PlayStation into your computer uh through OBS? Because I mean I guess I could do that for Grand Theft Auto, but for most of the other games like Call of Duty I now play on here and like the, the graphics just look so much better on PC. Everybody loves graphics. People go crazy for graphics. People love graphics. 16-bit, 32-bit. How many 64-bit. 64-bit. Uh, anyway, that's Mike Feeney. Uh, I'm Greg Stone. Guys, first of all, thank you so much for, for checking us out. I love, uh, I really do love all of you. Keep the messages coming. Uh, I appreciate everyone who reached out when I was sick. I appreciate uh, everyone who's been buying uh, merch. Uh, I appreciate everyone who's who's on the Patreon. I appreciate everyone who gives a shit. Uh, also, if you message me, just let it this up. You don't have to say, oh, man, I would do the pay. I'm a step away from signing up for the Patreon. I love all of you. 
Yeah. I mean, I, sure, I love the people who pay a little bit more, but you know, but you don't feel, you know, that you ever get that? Like, it's like, don't feel bad. I appreciate everyone, and I appreciate anyone who's just like a fan. So, you know, yeah. uh, thank you to everyone. Um, Mike, do I have, oh, follow Mike V. Suarez um, at everything on dot com. Uh, <laughs> uh, I really fall apart here. It's like credits. Uh, we'll say the Patreon's name. Oh, yes. The Patreon is the Greg, St uh, Greg Stone Zone. Uh, we have uh, multiple tiers: five, ten, and fifteen dollars. The uh, five gets you, the five gets you early access and the uh, ad-free and audio. The ten gets you the video, and then the fifteen. We will be changing the tiers soon. I have some uh, new things uh, in storage, and I'm very excited about that. Um, and uh, uh, that's it. So thank you guys, and I love you all. We're gonna go right into the Patreon. Thanks. Bye. Big up your head. Big up your body. On the bus, it's time to party. It's Gregory. It is a Saturday night, Gregory. Take your socks off and take your pants on. Get in the car and drive on Friday night, Gregory. It is a Saturday night, Gregory. Born in the darkness, my man was too high. He created the show, so that is why that you have Gregory. Oh, Friday night, Gregory.